day now. Happy Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Ah, always a good day. That's right, man. Love the Tuesday. Digging on a little dead today, my man. I uh, stumbled upon a little info here. I know you enjoy when I drop a little history on you. I love it. I love the knowledge. And uh, today was the birthday of a man by the name of John Luther Jones, also known as Casey Jones. An actual man, an actual was- character. And what? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to throw... Yes. He was born in uh, southeastern Missouri on this date. 1864, uh, died... I believe it's pronounced Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Sorry. Sorry Go to ahead. offend my southern focal. <laughs> He, uh, he died April 30th, 1900, uh, an American railroad engineer whose death is celebrated with the ballad Casey Jones. He became a folk hero, um, hmm. a fella who moved to Casey, Kentucky, apparently, and that's how he got the uh, nickname Casey Jones. Uh, legend has it, he was an engineer with a penchant for speed and a virtue, uh, he was a virtuoso... Uh, <laughs> Use of the whistle, apparently. He loved to whistle when he was riding his train there. <laughs> this is as the legend goes. Um, and apparently, he was warned one time by a fireman uh, that there was like a downed train ahead, and uh, he didn't listen. He kept flying through. And um, apparently, right before the collision, he famously had one hand on the brake and the other one on the whistle. He was pulling that whistle, baby. And uh, Casey what? Jones uh, died. <laughs> yeah, he went out like he lived. You got to give him credit for that. Mike, we had a small little chat a while back uh, discussing Americana songs and how cocaine was a big theme. I think it was after you dropped a little uh, cocaine from Eric Clapton not yeah, too sure. long ago. Uh, and so this uh, you know, it goes on to describe how um, his legend ended up being a part of all these uh, songs through, uh, like, for like construction workers, hobos. Uh, it was used, you know, in um, World War One songs. Uh, his story was used in French, German, and Afrikaans, uh, <laughs> and then it was later uh, made its way <laughs> onto being celebrated through the Grateful Dead, who, you know, loved to uh, get down on the Americana. So yeah, that's a wow. Yeah, man. You know what I really got out of that story? What's that? I really wish I lived back in like the 1800s, like late 1800s, when they were discovering and distributing all the great drugs. Oh, yeah. Illegal. <laughs> That's right. Like you could just, this guy was high. You're like, oh, the conductor was high on cocaine? Yeah, he just picked it up at the 7-Eleven on his way That's, to work. You know what I mean? It's how he brushed his teeth in the morning, man. That's like, <laughs> it was in everything. He liked the numb feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, must have been great to be alive at that moment, you know. Yeah, in general, I I agree. Uh, also, just you know, people didn't care as much about the substances. Like there wasn't all this stigma around. We didn't have reefer madness. I bet people were puffing on some tweeds back then. Oh, great, Dude, it's because there were, we had nobody immigrating to the country at that time. Like that was like <laughs> that's right. You know, nobody cared about America. We were begging people to come. <laughs> You know? Yeah, Like, man. after the Civil War and shit? That's a good call, yeah. Wow. That was probably the best time after the Civil War. Like, you want to come, you want to be alive, like, 
after? After uh, Civil War, pre-Civil War, didn't seem too glamorous living in the United States. Post Unless you were rich enough to own the slaves and you lived in the right place. Yes, exactly. Then it was great. You got your own chateau and your people working for you on the field. And you can sit back, puff on oh. your pipe, and bang your ladies. Yeah, sure. I think. But that's those are like the good. Elon Musk. Like to be Elon Musk today sucks because everybody wants like equality. Like you're not gonna be equal to Elon Musk. But back then, you could be Elon Musk and just have a team of slaves. You know? you're, you're really onto something, actually. Like being like the Rothschild or like uh, one of the like major players in America at the early uh, turn of the century, man, like you, <sighs> didn't, you didn't have paparazzi like you got now. You didn't have like cameras or Frank Twitter. Frank didn't like... call it the Roaring Twenties for nothing, dude. <laughs> Those motherfuckers were getting away with shit. Yes, you know what I mean? Dude. Absolutely. Like we, we're we're crying about Epstein's Island, dude. Farmers were sending their 14-year-old daughters off to the city, you know? Just go be somebody. (laughs) Go be someone, baby. (laughs) (laughs) These millionaires were just scooping them up. It is a crazy concept. Um, If you ever catch, like, the old Ken Burns baseball uh, doc, like, back then, like, the kid from the farm, like, just going to the city to join the ball club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and they men make nothing also while they're doing it and they're like living you know in the city it's fucking crazy it's crazy yeah, to think hey, about hey benjamin in missouri come to chicago and try out for the cubs right gonna, it ain't gonna happen you know they're gonna laugh you out of the city and it's just a wild idea to like hear something and then go do it and not have the means to truly research it in real time yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, no, 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 no. They they were just like, yeah, no, America sounds good. We're gonna, <laughs> That's we can't saying. even get there, so we're just going to go to this other country in South America. How's Argentina? I heard the Nazis really like it there. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Check it's it out. It's all through, like, letters. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> through handwritten letters that you receive months later. Who knows, like, how a place oh can disintegrate into madness. You know what I'm saying? Too. Like, month, six months later, like, yeah, man, come come to America. It's great. Oh my god, think about think about how different dude, six months ago we didn't even have Chinese balloons. That's I know, man. We, Our world changes in six hours. You said it yourself, like you're there, it's eighteen fifty-nine, August, you know, you're hanging out in Pennsylvania, you're like, Yeah, writing to a friend overseas in Ireland. Come on over to the States. It's peaceful, <laughs> no problems. That's great. Nothing going on. We're all just making money, hanging out. And then the letter gets there four or five months later. Then the dude arrives like a year later, and you're just in the throes of the Civil War. <laughs> because, he's a, because he's an immigrant, as soon as he hits the port, they fucking sign him up for you're the army. You're signed up. You're fighting. You're on the front lines of Gettysburg. Five, five years in front lines, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Holy crap. That's a bum... That's a bum rap, dude, to like, come and travel that way. You look to your left, it's your dad. You look to your right, it's your son. That's it. Bloodline gone. <laughs> the potato know? famine not looking too bad right now over there in Ireland. <laughs> Remember when all we had was rotten potatoes? Not to mention then after that, if you were Irish, speaking of which, you were just like terrorized and destroyed and you know you were racially profiled for generations after the Civil War. Oh, still to this day, I can't stand the mix. That's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's a really, really just crazy idea to just migrate somewhere or go somewhere just on the idea that you heard from someone else, you know, this is the right place to go. And it kind of makes me think about, you know, the bank run that happened over the weekend. They were admitting today or yesterday that uh, it was the first ever Twitter-induced bank run and how back in the day, it used to be you're walking down the street and you see a line out the bank and then everyone else starts to line out the bank, you know, because the word spreads. Oh, wow. You know, word oh spreads. Oh, my God. You think that's how it happened? <laughs> but yes, no, they're saying definitely what happened was a bunch of big time players went on Twitter and said, well, it looks like this thing is going under. Everybody better grab your cash. And so millions of people withdrew billions of cash from this uh, bank wow. in 24 hours. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. You know, and maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like if you were a smart enough guy and had enough people in the game, you know, uh, maybe you could coordinate an effort to take out a bank you weren't really into. No, dude, this bank was just, it was a sham. Yeah, and they were were run by woke policies, apparently, too, so I like to dig on the woke when I can. Oh no, dude! This is every everybody who's been wondering where did all this woke shit come from. It's these guys. Every company <laughs> that you ever looked at, and the CEO was like, "No, we're just sitting on these bean bags. We're not really worried about profits. We're more worried about like our social, uh, whatever, and the environment Equity. and what we're gonna." Leave for. And you're like, "How the fuck are you guys running a business?" Yeah, they weren't. They were just getting money from investors and like it was all through this bank they were funding like every bullshit company yeah absolutely man and it was all bullshit every bullshit company <laughs> right. you know why they bailed out the client you know why the government bailed out every every fucking uh every person that had money there no idea because they're all the that's all of their donors Oh, good call. These, You're right. It's the DNC. These are uh, all, <laughs> dude, these are all the big tech companies not big tech. These are just tech companies, right? Yeah, man. Who had a lot of money, an the- investor money. Who do you think those inv- who's investing money in tech companies? Well, I, Democrats. I figured most of it came from Sam Bankman-Fried uh, out of uh, that other defunct cryptocurrency situation. Remember that, yeah. uh, Jabroni? Yeah. Almost the same yeah. initials or acronym, right? It was like SBV, SBF. Oh, wow. Good call. I'm starting to think there's a little connection between all these groups, and they're all uh, the House of Cards is crumbling down now. It's starting to seem like that, and it's it's starting to seem like you guys don't have control over the economy, or the railroads, or the uh, there's planes literally near colliding in the air. We can't even fly planes out of our airports anymore. Yeah, did you see that? Eight hundred feet on the on the (laughs) road. It looks. You know what? They can't say out loud. All our pilots are vexed. So, uh, <laughs> they're stroking out. They're man. disoriented. They, I'm telling you, I see it on the highway, man. Everyone has lost Ugh. their depth perception, and I'm sure it's uh, associated with the vaccines and it's happening to the pilots. It's the only thing I can conclude at this point. So, <laughs> dude, um, you want to hear the scariest thing I heard? Oh, yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get like a good clip of it because it's like really long, but bottom line. President G. Yes. I don't know if you have if you found a clip, but okay, I didn't one? cut it down. It was like four minutes from CBS. Yeah, you couldn't find like a good one. I found yeah. it on CBS. We'll we'll bust it out on Thursday because I think it's worth listening to. <sighs> no, dude, 
President Xi is is going to sit down with Zelensky for peace. Oh wow! I didn't. I we were talking about two different things, my man. No, so President Xi pretty much said this is crazy. What's going on? He doesn't want this to escalate into World War what three. Wow. He said he, he pretty much said he doesn't know why anybody's acting the way they're acting. And he said, Putin's ready to sit down and negotiate for peace. If Zelensky, if you're ready, let's do it. And Zelensky responded pretty much, yeah, let's do it. Wow. And what's really scary is I didn't even know this. This slipped under the radar for me. But apparently the only reason Saudi Arabia and Iran are becoming are pretty much allies now for the first time in ever. <laughs> is right. is, be- is because China sat them down at the table. China oh, was wow. the intermediary. And they're saying what's really happening right now, if you start to look at everything from the, from the, from the global picture, mm-hmm. China's just becoming America for all the countries that America shit on for the past hundred years. Wow. And it's getting them all together. And we're just going to be peace. You know what? Just like, just like America did with South America and Europe, That's we're right. going to do it with... You guys are going to be our Europe and South America. Yeah, they're creating an alliance. And they're just, they're just cutting us out. And here's the worst part. The European economy is dying. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And all, all Western countries are seeing huge declines in population. Ch- China and the Asian world is just blowing up. They no, they're experiencing their decline as well. China is, but the rest of them there's, are not. There's something in the air. There's something in the water. There's something. Uh, I think our our the people are poisoned on this planet. I don't know, dude. I think you go to like Thailand. They're popping out nine twenty between nine and fifteen a pop. A pop. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, half of them are from American tourists. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Mostly us going over there. That's just the one that are fucking girls. <laughs> uh, that's pretty wild stuff. The idea that China is being the adult in the room, bringing the other players to the table, uh, you know, forming the alliance. You know, America and Europe look like the crazies right now. Kind of look like dicks. Definitely look like dicks. Look like. The people uh, poking the bear, trying to start a fight, and yeah. it's, it seems like the bear just keeps, you know, lifting that one eye up and just saying, "Like, go away, like, please." We don't, we don't want to play. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hibernating. Yeah. All right, and also, mind you, I brought this up in a previous episode. Uh, China has some strategic, long-term plan where they intend to become, you know, ruler of the world uh, in 2027. They're going to, you know, initiate their um, attack on America. So maybe just on a strategic level, they're not ready for this to play out yet. And maybe because the Western side knows that, they want to push it now before it gets too late. Maybe. Like maybe we, we got the weapons now to pull the trigger um, you know, maybe our army's a little soft. It's possible. We got a little too much uh, BLT sandwich going on in there, but we I mean, got the dude. technology probably. Dude, the technology always fails you. Look at Afghanistan. No, there's you're right. You, 
There's a reason you can't beat those people. Because <clears throat> you start tracking them by their cell phones, they throw away the cell phones. We got our own cave people. I mean, wait till China comes here. You think they're going to have any luck going through Appalachia? Or the Rockies? Uh, that's, no, that's true. I'm not saying China's going to take us over. But, dude, in a world war, I think you end up... World War Three, man, to be honest with you, I think millions die and you end up in a stalemate. Absolutely. Well, you have to. You end up sitting at a table like every other war. Yeah. <laughs> After and you've dividing killed, it yes, up. and you divide it up, you've killed everyone. You destroyed all the land. Now you divvy it up. That's how. That's what wars are, man. That's all it is. Yeah, and we just hope we're on the right side of the line. You hope you're the one divvying up the land. Yeah. I feel like, you know, maybe. Like a world World War Three, right? I don't know, man. Is this you know, like the a... thing is the, here's the thing, man. We're on the playground, right? That's right. Dude. We're on the playground. This fight's this fight's about to go down, and sides. You know, kids are starting to go on the, on either side, right? That's right. And you're you're the biggest kid on the playground by a lot, so you're not worried if you know. Okay, you got you got some of the little tiny kids are coming on your side. You're like, all right, well, I can take you know, no problem. Like, the more kids go on the other side, the less your chance is, no matter how big you are. Especially if you look back and all you have is, like, five weak kids, you know? <laughs> That's right. Like, who do we really have, dude? Germany has just, like, neutered itself completely. Because nobody trusts it to even have a newsie, let alone an army. Uh, yeah, man, you know what? Uh, we're the Denver Nuggets. We got Jokic. And then the rest of the guys, and we play no defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's our problem. It's a good call. <laughs> We're just nothing but offense, no defense, and a bunch yeah. of small role players around an all-star. See, but the good news is, I, that's what I say, I don't, I think you're right, and I don't think they will ever, inv- I don't think they'll ever take us over, but I think there's a chance you lose a lot of Europe. Oh, wow. So, goodbye, Poland. I'm just going to throw it out there right now. <laughs> Not a big loss. If we, if we get 10 cents on the dollar for Poland, I'll call that a win. Uh. <laughs> so long, Poland. And I'm sure they'll easily take, like, Sweden and Finland and, the, you know, all those other... Uh, islands or non-islands what are they peninsulas I can't, I can't believe we're fighting over ukraine dude you so can dumb. skip three more countries over i, I don't care <laughs> we'll start to you know? really be concerned when you get to italy you know then you're really yeah. attacking some culture here all right we got some problems even then that's really the only one i care about i mean you could go ahead and take france spain yeah nobody likes the greeks uh actually <laughs> please go fuck the british maybe the british women will get a little prettier with a little <laughs> russian t- that's probably that's why britons are so ugly dude I'm pleased to announce beat Great Britain in the World Baseball Classic. Go suck it, Great Britain. That's right. Uh, yeah, good. We should. We should we should win that no matter what.
We're not the best team, dude. Uh, Dominican Republic has literally the best U.S. players on its team. Ah, uh, good call. Because it's yeah, that's good call. They're I'm not even exaggerating. They literally like in a fantasy baseball world, or statistically speaking, like one through three is the starting lineup uh, for Dominican Republic in all of baseball wow. offensively. They like have like the best talent. It's incredible. And uh, World Baseball Classic aside, um, a young guy. I think Ecuador, I can't remember where he was from exactly. Uh, speaking of Dominican Republic, he came in to relieve in a game that his team was getting annihilated by this all-star club, a dream team, if you will. And uh, he struck out the three main players I was just describing in a row. No way. And then he, uh, after the game, he got signed by the Detroit Tigers. Wow, no way. Yeah, man. Coming to America. Yeah, isn't that fucking incredible, man? Uh, and they say dreams don't come true. The American dream is dead? Yeah. Go ask that guy. Go ask that guy. Go ask uh, Michelle Kwan, Michelle Yan, Yon, when? What was the, the chick who won the supporting or best so actress? Racist. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't so care. Racist. Look, I just thought it was great that she mentioned how she lived the American dream and her, you know, part of immigration and coming to this country and how it's a wonderful place that, you know, gives people opportunity. Not a lot of countries like this out there, man. Absolutely. Did did we talk about the Oscars? What a joke. (laughs) We didn't, actually. (laughs) Oh, my God. Adam Carolla wrote jokes for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, that's why it was first night he was funny in like three years. I thought the monologue was pretty pretty humorous. There were some good jabs in it. Um, the show itself, what a snoozer, man. Wow. Dude, how did they snub Tom Cruise? Come on. <laughs> snub Tom Cruise. For best actor? I, I mean, dude, come on. Dude, Brendan Fraser. I like that the cast of Encino Man. No, but they didn't even nominate him. Oh, they snubbed him. Oh, I got you. Yeah, dude, they, they didn't even nominate him. They snubbed James Cameron. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? How do you make a billion-dollar movie and not get direct? You just, if you cross the billion mark in revenue, you should just get an automatic slot at Best Director. It doesn't even <laughs> matter if it's a good movie or not. Like, if you, you made, made so much money, you made so much money from this movie. You just get a seat at the fucking show, and you made that money because people went to go. So many people around the world went to go see that movie. Nobody has even heard of the movie. Well, no, we all saw this year. We all know of, but like it's like every year, nobody's even heard of the movies that get nominated or win. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise. I mean, who else got nominated? Come on. I agree with you because also um, it was Top Gun Maverick that brought people back to the theaters officially. And then after that, apparently on a billion dollar scale, so was Avatar. Even though it was three hours plus long, it brought a ton of people back to the theater, man. So I can't believe you would snub those guys. Great call, man. Yeah, I didn't even think about Tom Cruise. I kept seeing his movie and various things, and he's a producer. And, you know, all, he has so many parts within every movie he makes that I feel like, uh, you know what I'm saying? He was still part of the awards. Like, he could have been there to maybe accept an award on some level. But not really. I don't know. I think they're, they're making a statement saying they don't want you there. 
Maybe. Yeah. So you should just say, all right, fuck you. Did you yeah. happen to notice uh, the people who were nominated and ultimately who won? Uh, what do you mean, Frank? I'm going to say, you know, <laughs> Woman King, Wakanda Forever, <laughs> Till, Emancipate. They didn't win a lot of awards. Not a lot of nominations for those movies. Movies that I was told were genius, brilliant, masterful. Well, you only don't like it if you're racist. <laughs> well, apparently the Academy Awards is fucking racist, man. Racist. <laughs> because uh, they didn't give anything to these movies. I think uh, yeah. Wakanda Forever got, like, best costume or something. Oh, that's terrible. I just find it funny that for a year, no other movies existed except those movies I just listed. They were on everything. Every yeah. advertisement. Everywhere. You'd be hard-pressed to find anyone, like, trying to push the whale on you. Did you see an advertisement for the whale anywhere? No. Or, dude, there's a movie I just saw a commercial, not a commercial, it was like a preview online randomly. Was that Jesus, uh, it's about Jesus something, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, it's about this, like, church that integrated, like, hippies into it in the 70s. Nice. All right. Yeah, it's called the Jesus, like, reunion or something, I don't remember. All right. Yeah, see, like, uh... Not a lot of talk about these movies. And also, I didn't know anything about this one flick, uh, Bok Bok or Moot Moot or Boot Boot. Uh, that Indian dance routine they did, did you catch it in the middle? It was the most spectacular thing. Frank, I watched seen. about three minutes of that thing. Oh, man. See, yeah. uh, you got to do it with a girlfriend or a lady fella friend, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you preference over there. And... Uh, Make it a whole evening. It's a good time. That's what yeah. we're all about. Also, record it. You could fast forward through a lot of the stuff. Uh, it's, it's just so it's so tacky. I fast forward it's through so most bad. of the stuff, but when I caught the Indian dudes doing the dance routine, I had to stop and watch the whole thing. It was absolutely <laughs> incredible. Seriously, it was like one of the most, maybe the most entertaining thing I've ever seen on like television. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. like prime yeah, time television. It was incredible. Are we so, talking like India Indians or American Bollywood, Indians? Bollywood. Oh, Bollywood. And I know how you feel about India and their culture. Don't worry. We've covered this <laughs> in depth. But by the way, I didn't get to bring this up over the weekend. Uh, it was, I think, Saturday night. Emma, like, finally, I think like once a year she convinces me, like, come on, let's order some Indian food. Oh, why? Oh, dude, it's... It destroys my insides. Oh, yeah, dude. I, like, to the point where I can't sleep. I literally, like, my body is just refusing all the elements I just put into it. And I, like, then the next day, man, I almost didn't make it to the podcast, honestly. I I literally was, (laughs) I was on the toilet maybe six hours. Nothing came out, though. I was just, like, pushing and pushing. Nothing. Horrible. <laughs> that stuff just coats your intestines and then it like slowly oozes out of you. And it burns. It burns the whole imagine. way out. <laughs> I can't even imagine how bad it smells. Everything is horrible about it. <laughs> it does something to your insides where now your shit is like, it's not normal shit. The smell Dude, I is... lost 
two, maybe three years off my life from this whole experience. <laughs> oh, I guarantee yeah. it. <laughs> dude, why do you, you, dude, you meet an Indian. He looks like 60 and he's 24. <laughs> uh, have you ever, you know what I mean? I mean, they live forever, but they don't look good. <laughs> Who's that skeleton? Oh, that's my grandpa. He's 65. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm still recovering. Uh, but yeah, then they, that's why they're so skinny, dude. Your, their body, like, just rejecting everything. <laughs> it fucking killed me. And they eat, they're, they like, I don't know, dude. It's like vegetarian. <laughs> and then it's always like, everybody who's like these vegetarian, they're like, we're not going to eat meat, but shit, then they got to put all these spices in it. I don't know. I don't know. We don't need spices. I don't need spices. Oh, they're using spices that my body's not used to. And maybe I'm not supposed to be consuming. It's kind of where dude, I'm going. Yeah. Dude, if you ever, dude, like in the Middle East, like you go to these bazaars and shit. Actually, they have it. I mean, they have it here. If you go to, if you go to like Chicago, you go to the right store. Dude, it's like these like just burlap sacks on the ground that are filled with like, spices. <laughs> For sure, dude. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, every time I see it, I'm like, dude, I've never in my life. I had to buy anything out of a fucking burlap sack on the floor, like spices, and then, I don't know. It's why it's better to live here, people, and it's why people are literally storming the gates to get into this country, <laughs> Mike. I don't know if you saw the video footage. Feels like they tried to bury it a little bit, but I got a little li- insane. Did you see the video? It's absolutely oh, it's nuts. it's fucking insane. What would you compare it to, uh, I don't know, like an insurrection or some sort of uh, uh, <laughs> storming of the capital? Like a storming? <laughs> they were storming the border. Like violently. I don't. Everybody go it look was... it up if you haven't seen it. It's literally migrants uh, like at full speed, full force, charging at the border that has barbed wire and concrete barriers. And the border patrol are fully clad in armor and they're swinging batons and fighting <laughs> off with their bare hands migrants trying to just storm into the country, man. We're being invaded. It's stormy-esque. <laughs> it's a mostly peaceful storm. <laughs> <That's> mostly peaceful. <laughs> storm with no thunder. Ah, thunder, no lightning. <laughs> Some, I assume, are good people. All right, but... <laughs> But you know, it's not the best who are staying. They're not, they're not bringing their best on the front line of this advancement of troops. Almost is what it looks like. No, I'm making it sound cartoonishly uh, ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually it's like it's more like college age people just running. It's something else. Uh, they got some people. They got boots on the ground, man, and they are interviewing people down there, uh, both sides. And I really dig this take on what took place down there. I believe the tide, or let's say maybe the pendulum is swinging. Uh, I don't think people are really into this whole idea of, you know, like thousands of migrants just like flooding through the border. Uh, and especially. Not when, a good look. And it's not great when they're violently attacking the border patrol to try and break through. It makes them look. Yeah, because if that's worse. what you're doing to get in, what are you going to do once you're in? <laughs> that's right. Right. No, 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 I killed that guard at the border. But once I got in, I'm peaceful, I swear. <laughs> I swear, I'm a really good person once I get in. That guy, that was old me. All right, I left that guy behind <laughs> me at the border. All right. 
<laughs> that patrol a, officer? Don't worry about that patrol officer. This is a new me, all right? <laughs> that was Maria. I now go by Mary. Oh, yeah. They're all going to come over here, play the gender <laughs> card, get free handouts from the government. We're <laughs> fucked, man. This whole thing is over. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is pretty insane. Uh, the sounds in the background of them, like, storming the border, uh, the only way I can describe it. And uh, just the take. I, I really enjoy kind of uh, the people they interview who are legal immigrants themselves uh, explaining how they feel about uh, what they're seeing unfold. A border shutdown in El Paso, Texas, as hundreds force their way onto the Paso del Norte International Bridge. Men, women, and children pushing Mexican soldiers out of the way in an attempt to enter the U.S. It seems they were misinformed, said this Mexican official, telling our Telemundo affiliate they were told they would be allowed into the U.S. once at the port of entry. So we were literally at the beginning of the show talking about how crazy it must have been in the time of no communications like we have today to hear from somebody in a village Oh, they're just letting people into America. You should go go to America. It's the land of the free. Are they? Is that still going on now? Or, this, or do these people have cell phones? Like, are they not able to like? <laughs> no, no, no. The difference is they're watching a video of the president of the United States yes. say, "Oh yeah, come on in." And then all these governors and politicians like, "No, we're sanctuary cities. Yeah, come on in." Yes, or you they're know? watching YouTube tutorials from people who've. Uh, successfully cross the border and showing yeah. people where to go, how to get there, how to do it, and what to do when you get on the other side. Yeah. And now there's too many people coming. There's way too many people. This is pretty nuts. They're all just kind of, um, you know, they're bottlenecked at the border, essentially. <clears throat> and I think we may get to it. There's like, it's not a safe place on that side of the, the border. You know, Mexico isn't in a great place right now. Never really is. Never really is, but right now it's a little bit more out of hand than it used to be. Uh, now they really like, you know, stealing tourists. Uh, so we're going to... Yeah, uh, it's no <laughs> different than us, dude. Uh, how is the oil cartel any different than the, the you know, Sinaloa cartel? You, you mean know, the, just trying the to pharmaceutical make cartel? How are they any different than the Juarez cartel or whatever it is, you know? Just some hardworking Joes trying to make a quick buck. If we got to kill a couple mil, we can kill a couple mil, you know? <laughs> Listen, if you're making 12 billion, right? You kill 1 million, you pay out 1000 per person, you're still up a few billion. <laughs> That's a good you deal. Know? I'll take that deal. Hell yeah. All yeah. right, man. Yeah, man. It's great. <laughs> All right, we got migrants, they're storming the border. No. Uh, who did that uh, or why they did that. Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar saying the bridges were built for trade and tourism and immigration is now stressing the system. In my district, uh, South Texas, people don't want to see this. They want to see a orderly process. Customs and Border Protection responding with barricades and additional officers to stop the migrants. The crowd, including migrants from Venezuela like seeking asylum, like this man telling our affiliate he's been waiting too long at the border and couldn't delay anymore. This woman adding the phone app used by U.S. authorities to process asylum requests has not worked for her. This type of situation does not help their cause. 
we need to make sure uh, that uh, people that want to come over, we have law and order at the border. U.S. border officials say two other international bridges in the area were affected by other groups of migrants coming from Ciudad Juarez. I just saw everyone reporting, understand what they're going through, but I think that they need to do it the right way. This is not the yeah. first time a large group arrives <laughs> yeah. this way at the port of entry. In 2018, members of a migrant caravan attempted to force their way through the San Isidro port of entry in San Diego. Do you remember the migrant caravan, man? And that was 2018? Isn't that fucking crazy? No, I thought there was one not too long ago. It was during Trump's presidency. Oh, wow. That's pre-COVID, huh? Pretty, pretty wild stuff, man. The images yeah. are crazy. They're like shooting uh, smoke bombs at them or uh, whatever those canisters are and, you know, trying to get the caravan to get away. The <laughs> caravan. You know, what's wild is on the left, they made... It seemed like uh, it was made up by the right. Yeah. Remember when they sent AOC down in the white outfit to cry in front of the caged children? And, uh, you know, Trump was racist. It was all Trump racism. And now, I mean, these images, this video is fucking crazy, dude. It's These people are running at these guards. <clears throat> That's a tough gig being one of these border guards, man. Yeah, they don't make enough. And now they're literally battling for their lives? Yeah, that sucks. And it's funny. Uh, yeah, could you imagine that? Because if you're the border patrol, right, you're looking across that border. That's Mexican army. So the crowd just overcame the army, and now they're coming at you. <laughs> That's scary, dude. Honestly. You don't get paid enough for that, man. There's not enough benefits no, with this gig. Uh, hold up a white flag. <laughs> That's right. You just step aside at some point, I imagine, and let them flow through, oh. right? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to shoot them. You know what's going to happen is we're going to have to send the military down there or the uh, yeah. military, right? Is that what we used to do? National Guard, know, maybe? I, yeah. That's the biggest problem is you can't send military. Because remember Trump did it. Or did Trump do it? See, I thought he did it for the uh, the caravan. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't remember who did it. I don't know. Uh, no, Biden did it. Remember to to stop those people coming in. Did he? Anyways, really? yeah, Biden. Yeah, man. yeah, he did. Time is the warping. problem is the big problem with the military is the military can't touch these people because the minute somebody gets like hurt or worse killed by the U.S. Army. I mean, that's an act of war now. Wow. Your army just killed a civilian? Yeah, man, good call. What we should do is shoot out one of Mexico's uh, pipelines. Right? Then nobody... Yeah, uh, that's a great call. Nobody will their, accuse us of an Their pipelines are filled with weed and cocaine. <laughs> that's so, right. Yeah, we want that. <laughs> no, really, what we should do is just start hiring the cartels. Oh, yeah, all right. I like that. Yeah, give them a job. Nice. Yeah, pay them to stop bringing people over. <laughs> <laughs> you notice in the clip they threw in like how storming the front line was men, women, and children. If you watch it, you're not seeing a lot of kids at that front line, man. Yeah, not a lot of people with kids are going to be putting them, their kids into that. The, it's mainly a bunch of young dudes running at the guys with the batons. 
And uh, it's not a good scene. Uh, it's a bad look for the Biden administration. It seems as if, as a country, transportation, energy, right? Uh, the border, internationally. It's just a complete failure all around, almost on purpose, in my opinion. It seems like we're failing a lot. Failing on purpose. Like, how can we make this place crap really fast? (laughs) It's starting to seem like it. There's no way you would do any of the things that have been done without it being intentional. (laughs) Maybe. That's just my take on it. Uh, I could be totally wrong. Um, it just could be incompetence be- through the act of checking boxes. Most likely. I-, I would put it on that. Most likely, too. Yeah. I think it's a lot of, we'll put this guy in this position. What's the harm? You know? We'll put this guy who dresses as a woman in this position. What could, what could be so bad? But you do enough of those, and now you just have the most incompetent most diverse ca- uh, cabinet ever, <laughs> administration ever, you know? Yeah, man. And uh, that's what we're left with. We're left with crap. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's so obvious, dude. <clears throat> the minute you hire Jean-Pierre Pierre or whatever. Ha-ha, wee-wee. Everybody literally just looked at that and was like, okay. So now anytime we say anything about her, you're just going to call us racist bigots. <laughs> and that is exactly what has happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was so obvious, dude. Your game is just too obvious now. Yeah, and um, again, just the epic failures all around. Uh, the border is shocking to me. I, it seems like you bring it up with anyone on the left. Uh, they act like you're blowing it way out of proportion. Oh, you must love Tucker Carlson. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, like... Yeah. Oh, you watch Fox News. Well, I hate to break the people, but we're seeing issues with migrants now in cities that are nowhere near the border. So this issue is flooding really, really quickly into the northern part of the country, and I can't imagine what it's like down south. It looks like pure chaos on the Mexican side of the border. It must be equal chaos on the American side in places like El Paso and all the other small towns that are around there. The crime, the homelessness, the homelessness and then the crime, that's what you get, man. Uh, I don't see an end to it other than we round them all up and uh, ship them down to uh, D.C. We'll put them into a Chinese air balloon. And we'll float them across the the jet stream. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds really bad. Can't we just like concentrate them? <laughs> yeah. Let's get George Takai on the line. <laughs> concentrate them into a camp. I remember hearing uh, about the issue with the migrants in Italy, and thinking like it wasn't, you know, it didn't like I understood it was a problem. But it didn't really register to me until you started seeing the reports of the capsizing boats and just the people dying, you know. Uh, and it still happens. Yeah. A, it happens a lot in the Mediterranean and, and near Italy. Well, oh, dude, it's happening Nona's here. cousin says he doesn't eat fish. Bruno doesn't yeah. eat fish because 
64,000 migrants were, died last year <laughs> in the Mediterranean. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of dark meat for those sharks. Oh, <laughs> my God. Well, uh, again, we could send our uh, migrants overseas. Uh, we got a major war breaking out soon. We could use boots on the ground for that situation. Um, <laughs> and apparently, when it does come to Russia and Ukraine, it sounds like, Mike, this thing is escalating further, contrary to your belief that Xi Jinping is going over there to uh, you know, usher in peace. Uh, I think we're stepping it up, my man. Kelly, the Pentagon's European command says the Russian airplanes targeted an unmanned American MQ-9 Reaper drone that was flying in international airspace over the Black Sea. (laughs) The two Su-27 fighter jets conducted what the U.S. calls an unsafe and unprofessional intercept with the U.S. Air Force drone. They say one of the Russian jets struck the propeller of the U.S. drone, which uh, forced U.S. operators to bring the drone down in international waters in the Black Sea. Now, that came just after the Russian jets had dumped fuel on and flew in front of the drone in what the U.S. side calls a reckless, environmentally unsound manner. The American military (laughs) says the incident demonstrates a lack of competence on the Russian side. And the United States also says Russian pilots have engaged in a pattern of dangerous actions over the Black Sea, which the Pentagon says are dangerous and could lead to miscalculation and unintended escalation. The MQ-9 drone is made by General Atomics, and it's mostly operated by the U.S. Air Force for long-endurance, high-altitude surveillance missions. The Pentagon says U.S. aircraft will continue to operate in international airspace. Now, remember, we saw similar market jitters in response to an incident back in November when a missile from the war zone landed in NATO territory in Poland. In that case, the missile turned out to be an errant shot fired by the Ukrainian side, so nothing to worry about there in terms of NATO territory. A little bit different picture here today uh, in terms of what's going on in the Black Sea and international waters. Guys, back over to you. Oh, yeah, World War Three, baby. <sighs> That's Dude, right. Come on. Dude, they flew over your drone and dumped fuel on it. That's pretty much like pissing on you, right? <laughs> yes, dude. And you fucking pussies. I'm talking about U.S. Air Force here. You but, fucking pussies. Go on there and on, on record say, you know, it really wasn't professional. And come on, guys. Think about the environment. Uh, dumping <laughs> fuel. You fucking pussies, dude. <laughs> How dare we say that after we blasted a hole in the fucking Nord Stream pipeline and shot yeah. out a gajillion gallons of fucking oil or uh, natural gas into the ocean? You guys dumped fuel on our drones. You know that's going to go down and hit the environment. Why didn't anyone think of Greta Thunberg? How dare you? Uh, she just turned her boat around. <laughs> that's She's going to go clean up the spill. <laughs> Poor Greta. <laughs> oh, she can never catch a break. Uh, so yeah, this is the most ridiculous thing. It's like you were nailed. Every, everybody's <laughs> calling Greta Thunberg out because uh, she just deleted a tweet from four years, nine That's months right, ago. Right, man. Did you see that? 
Yeah, she said the world would end or be over or we'd all be dead. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> she said we had five years to completely stop using fossil fuels or the world would be would would end. Or else! <laughs> <laughs> We're three months away from that five-year mark, so she deleted that too. I love it, man. Every climate, oh, dude, all the time. You can go back through time, through all the articles. It's over and over and over again, decade after decade. Oh, man. I've seen articles from the 50s. Yes, man. No, they, they've been predict- predicting all this bullshit. And you go back, dude, you could go back to like the 20s and 30s where they were predicting cooling. That there was an, I, we, they were literally scientists were saying, we need to figure out a way to warm the earth. Or we're going to end up in another ice age. Yeah, well, we're going to end up in one eventually because we're doing the geoengineering, Mike, as you know I'm obsessed with. I took a picture today, <laughs> sent it to Mike during my lunch break. That's nothing. They uh, did quite the job today. It is now complete overcast here. They they always uh-huh. you know, do, do a, a full job. You know, They like to complete the entire sky. And uh, let it hang there for two days and then lower the temperature. I think they're just blocking the sun. <laughs> That's really where I'm at with it. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, well, I sent you that article. It was from 2017. And it was about some the rollback of some regulations and how these guys from Harvard uh, put together this initiative. And they were going to test it for 18 months and then uh, go full on with it in about three years. Well... Here we are about three years later, and I would say I, they're, uh, you know, it's on, man. You think they're controlling the weather? I believe they are purposefully cooling the climate by reflecting the sunlight away from the earth. Hmm. And I, I, believe, right. I believe at this point fully that's what they're doing with these chemtrails. And they, they, you could find articles, man. They have talked about it very openly. I sent you a link to that article. Uh, you know, they, they're boastful of it, man. They're very proud of themselves. And I told you this uh, during all my rantings over chemtrailing and altering the uh, atmosphere and all that bullshit. <clears throat> they believe they're saving the planet or saving people. And as with all things... All roads to hell, paved with good intentions, man. All right, I, I, yeah, okay. That's where I'm at. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't think they're doing it, but yeah, I give it to you. I Not guess. even testing it out, like testing the tech, dude. They have the tech, like that's no doubt, and I'm sure they're doing it wherever they're doing it, but. There's no, they're not doing it over Denver 200 days a year. Yeah, I think they're doing it about 200 days a year. How'd you... Yeah, I, right. know, yeah. I know that. Like, How'd you I've know? sat here and listened to you talk about this. How'd you guess that? <laughs> you psycho? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. There's just no financial incentive. Financial, well, I mean, I think you get to use some tech and uh, fly some planes, burn a little fuel, uh, send some pilots out there. Yeah, it, 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 there's no financial incentive. It costs a lot of money to do that. Why would you do it? Well, what if you think uh, you're creating an, uh, an environment where 
things could thrive. Maybe you could, um, you know, stop Nobody's a drought. Nobody's that altruistic. There has to be a financial gain. Yeah, I think there's a financial gain to it, absolutely. Uh, and also, you know, I'm tinfoil hat man, so I always believe that ultimately they want to poison and control us. All right, okay. so <laughs> I think there's yeah. some element to the poisoning and the controlling yeah. of us. And blocking the sun, sense. blocking the sun, man. You make people very sick and sad when you block the sun. I it mean, is the final act of every great supervillain. Mr. Burns, man. They always try to block the sun. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's I feel like there's a uh, there's a god complex to controlling the uh the skies. And maybe I don't know. I'm saying I, I think it got kick started uh big time in that article that I sent you. What kinda was crazy <laughs> is that uh they mentioned that it was essentially Trump who kick started the program. And why I found that article super interesting, Mike, is they tried to um, describe the geoengineering and make it a blast on Trump, not because he's messing with our skies and you know fucking up with the environment uh, here, but because uh, you know it would be potentially destructive and cause droughts in other third world countries, and that, of course, is racist. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump right. is a racist, and that's why that article was written. And it was written to describe Donald Trump as a racist, but in it, they're describing how, like, yeah, we're really excited about this. I Harvard- didn't believe you. Cl- I didn't believe you that cloud seeding was real until you said it was racist. Now I believe it's real. Yes, it's racist, dude. <laughs> that's why. You're like, you- you don't really exist in this world until you've been called a racist. <laughs> As a wise man once said, I am because I've been called racist. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like a badge of honor, I guess. So congratulations. <laughs> congratulations to cloud seeding. Cloud seeding. I'm going to roll from this day forward. I'm going to go with geoengineering because it is the classified term for it it's in all the government documents congress has debated it uh there's like all this information on it the second you type in chemtrails it sends you the down you're uh in alex jones land and right next to flat moon you're with flat moon theory and all the other jokers <laughs> all right that's where chemtrails go dude i can't tell you how many people i've thrown off with the flat moon how like how so like it exists? <laughs> okay, or? it goes both ways. <laughs> you're kidding me. I've, I've been I've told people who like they they look at me like I'm crazy, and I'll be like, dude, I mean, I'm no, I'm no conspiracy theorist. I mean, I do believe in flat moon, but I'm no conspiracy theorist. And just the look on their face, you could tell they like, did he say flat Earth or <laughs> no, no, you heard it correct. But everybody just kind of brushes past it, <laughs> and then uh. <laughs> one guy was trying to tell me about flat earth and i go i don't really believe in flat earth i really do believe in flat moon yes and he just got super intrigued <laughs> this is beautiful so now the seeds have been planted truly all right it's one thing to hear it on a podcast it's another thing to hear it in person <laughs> flat moon coming to a theater near you it's coming to a bar stool conversation near you 
All right, one of these days yeah. he'll be sitting at a bar and some crusty old drunk will turn to you and he'll swear <laughs> to God that that moon is flat. It's just a disc. It's just a disc, man. We never see the other side. <laughs> you ever seen the other side of the moon? Me neither. I don't think, I don't think it exists. Go right <laughs> through it. It's a piece of paper. <laughs> like a slice of provolone cheese, my man. <laughs> Explains the holes. Explains the craters. That would be more like, uh, I guess, a Swiss. You know, you get those divots. Um, But, Mm. yeah. Provolone, you slice it thin, you get the holes. Yeah, you do get a couple. Yeah, you get a couple pockets in there, for sure. Yeah, good good call. A little provolone on there. (laughs) That's right. Provolone. There used to be, uh, I feel like, old folklore that the moon was made of cheese. Oh, yeah, every kid knows that. And uh, I like that here we are, 2023, and we're throwing out some, you know, pretty controversial ideas, uh, like (laughs) flat moon theory. (laughs) And we're doubling down by claiming it's uh, potentially some provolone cheese. How uh, how close do you think we are to them admitting Alex Jones was right about the water on the moon? Man, I really think we're very, very close to that. It, they've almost done it. It's pretty obvious. Do you believe he's right about that one? I th- I'm, I'm starting to, uh, yeah, I'm starting to think he is. I'm, <clears throat> I'm like 60-40 now. <clears throat> 60, he's right. Okay, let's get rid of uh, Sandy Hook. What? Name me, uh, name me one thing Alex Jones totally wrong about. No, Sandy Hook makes me believe him more. I know, but I want to eliminate because, it. Because then... everybody was like attacking, like the thing that nobody wanted to cover was like him right away. He admitted he was wrong and then kept admitting he was wrong. And then nobody would leave him alone about it. He just kept apologizing and admitting he was wrong. You know? <laughs> Dude, you're right. He has said some crazy shit over the years, but the one thing that they destroyed him for was Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Because it was the only thing that they could prove he was wrong about. And Sandy Hook, man. What a crazy uh, scenario that was. And I'm not even sh- conv- I'm not even convinced he was 100% wrong. That's the problem. Here's the thing with yeah. Alex Jones. He says something crazy. The frogs are getting turned gay from the water. And then here we are, you know, 30 years later, 20 years later, everybody's fucking gay everywhere. And so, like, maybe he was onto something, man. Oh, and it turns out that, yeah, you're, all, of the di- all, of the wa- all of the urine going into the water is actually turning frogs gay from all the pharmaceuticals we've been <laughs> pumping into you. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, Sandy Hook is a crazy one because... There's just so many, without Alex Jones, any just passive viewer had a lot of questions about how the events unfolded that day, uh, you know, and uh, who was every mi- Dude, every military guy I talk to, every guy I know that, like, knows anything about guns or weapons, that's the first thing everybody wants to know that was, never gets answered, is where did they get these weapons? Yes, always. Where... Where did they get the fucking money? These guys lived, they lived in trailers with their moms. They lived in their mom's basement. They had no money, but they had 
a $15,000 gun? That's right, like the kid in uh, Texas. We've already forgotten <laughs> in El Paso. We already, yeah. we already forgot the school name. Look at it. That's incredible. You know what I mean, though? It's like nobody could ever answer that. Yeah, and why are they always the in this chat room with the CIA or FBI? Dude, not only that, I mean, there was a lot of footage as it unfolded of the special forces and cops chasing other men at Sandy Hook through the fields or through the woods. And uh, I mean, it was clear footage of other suspects who were in black gear running. So I mean, this just oh wow, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, it's well, it's one of the most outrageous parts about the whole thing is it was filmed live, you know, with CNN and the helicopter and what all that stuff, and they were chasing people. I mean, it, you ever look at the picture of that Adam Lanza? kid who supposedly allegedly carried out the sandy hook uh you know shooting i mean it's he's there's like a weird uncanny valley with all the pictures of that guy yeah creepy kid I'm not, that's alex dude alex jones really gets me with that point he always he always says it Nobody remembers Adam. Uh, what's his name? I Adam Lanza. Adam Lanza. No, there's so but much. Everybody <laughs> remembers Alex Jones. It's almost as if he killed those kids. Yes. You know. Oh, that's so fucked up, man. You're so right on the money. Like, you give it enough time, you repeat that lie over and over again, and connect Alex Jones closer and closer. He is the guy who committed Sandy uh, Hook. Yeah. Dude, he became the he became the worst and he became the biggest evil of that entire story. He's the greatest evil. Uh-huh.